This anomaly has control over a certain area of dust and metal, making weird art pieces. But it appears to be peaceful. Wigs and fake hair is normal for the elderly. But what if I told you, you might just be putting a parasite on your head. Dust and metal being manipulated by a strange anomaly. A parasite that looks and acts like hair. Now that's just creepy. What other strange and interesting things could be hidden in these documents? Let's find out on today's episode of the SCT Podcast. Episode 94, SCP-188 and 189. Hello everybody and welcome to today's episode of Secure, Contain, and Talk, a podcast about the SCP Foundation. My name is Eli. And my name is Matt. Hello, everybody. Hello. It's nice yeah. to be back. Uh, we took a, a, for context for our normal audience, we took a week off from recording because I had a nice little vacation. Yeah. And it was But nice. if you're binging this, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> going if to you be... skip the intro, you won't hear this anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, it does occur to me that there are definitely plenty of people that like just skip the intro. And I'm just like, oh, you definitely. know what? Yeah, Fucking 100%. valid, dude. Yeah. My favorite part it must is be, it must be angering for them though because like our intros different like on, yeah. in time, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes they go for like 8 minutes. 8 minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the best part. What is the SCP Foundation, Matt? Well, the SCP Foundation is a collection of written documents and sometimes pictures and tales and all this really cool... It's a really cool community of uh, like-minded creative people um, that got together and decided to make a website to put all of their really cool and interesting stories up. Um, but talks about a fictional organization called the SCP Foundation. Uh, they go around and capture and contain weird and interesting anomalies that might break reality, maybe kill a lot of people, and sometimes they even uh, they even uh, transmit you know weird signals through time, and it's a mystery. Um, but. Who knows what it will be, but most of the time they try to suppress this information, so it's it's like a it's like a secret organization. So, pretty dangerous stuff, but very interesting, I'd say. Yeah, um, and like throughout our kind of journey, because like uh, Matt is the veteran and I am the newbie uh, to SCP stuff, uh, at least comparatively. Um, this is, I am not very familiar with any of the stuff. So on the journey, I essentially learn and change my opinions. And like, as I learn to become more knowledgeable in the, in the, uh, in the world of, of SCP stuff. So, yeah. So yeah, being part of a like secret kind of government adjacent organization, shit in the documents are going to be removed sometimes. Uh, and we'll clarify what exactly is being, uh, the word that we'll use is redacted, redacted. So dates, names, locations, literal doctor's names sometimes are, are redacted and sometimes they aren't. 
Um, they really pick and choose which ones are, but uh, to put it lightly, we get definitely a little bit slightly annoyed when a large section of text is removed from the document, because it's annoying. I want to know yeah. stuff. <laughs> we want to know everything, because as much as I love the mystery, sometimes people just leave out so much, and we're just yeah. like, ah. I want to know more. It's cool. Give we me more experiment logs. Cool. We love experiment yeah. logs, found logs. Exploration, yeah. Exploration, Exploration logs, yeah. So they're... Found logs, too. Oh. oh, man. So good. Yeah, all of this, all um, of the stuff that is just dripping with flavor. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else is dripping with flavor? There you go. <laughs> you Our description! <laughs> <laughs> um... But there, there are a bunch of links down in our description. Um, one is our Patreon, uh, which is, I don't know why I started with the Patreon, but our Patreon is a <laughs> place where you can just throw us a bone. Um, so you like can just bones. throw us some money. Yeah, or bones. You can just give us your bones. I like bones. Uh, if you want to, you don't have to. Um, but you, uh, it is a place to just monetize and support this podcast however uh, much you want. Um, and you get special access to our other place is the Discord. Um, you can join it for free, but there is a section in there that only Patreons can access. Um, it's where you can actually listen in live, um, to our recordings. Um, so we record them at a specific time and we'll tell you when we're going live and sometimes we have cancellations and all that stuff, but we'll let you know um there we also have the entire soundtrack on our patreon and also a bonus episode we're working on getting more and maybe who knows there might be more up now but um we have the entire arts on there and the emotes and uh yeah so if you want all of that stuff you can you can go on the patreon and support us you don't have to um but you can also, like I said, you can join the Discord and talk with your like-minded peers who also listen to the podcast. So you can be like, hey guys, you listen to the podcast? That's pretty cool. I like SCPs. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but just make sure to read the rules and be respectful. This is a peaceful Discord server, so we don't want anybody coming here wrecking havoc, but you can have fun. Um, we also are going to leave a link to the official SCP website, so you can uh, click along, watch along, all that stuff. Um, like, wow, that, they're reading this sentence that I just read. That's really cool. I also recognize um, that a lot of people, like, listen to us at work and, like, listen yeah. to us. Like, we have quite a few people who are, who have, like, mentioned on the server that are just like, oh, yeah, like, I, I listen, I listen while I'm driving, while, I, while I'm at work, while I'm doing things where I can't pause the podcast. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. It's great. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah, hearing, yeah. like, wh how people find the podcast, too, because this is such a, a weird, like, kind of niche, I want to say, that we found ourselves in. Yeah, this little, this little nice, very cool community of, uh, of creative and just, just really cool, supportive people. Like, yeah. You guys are great. Like, yeah. I think the SCP community as a whole is, like, really good at that, too. Yeah. Because I mean, like, it's pretty inclusive. Especially most of, uh, the Discord. Like, we've only had a yeah. couple of incidents. Yeah, um, yeah. But they've been solved. And they're, yeah. Swiftly. <laughs> Swiftly. Because we don't yes. tolerate that shit. We don't tolerate, yeah. But, oh. yeah, so, want to come hang out with us? You can! <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get started with the, the first SCP of the day. SCP-188, The Craftsman.
SCP-188. The artist is by Snorlison from the SCP Wiki. Item number, SCP-188. Object class, safe. Special containment procedures. As SCP-188 poses no direct threat to any Foundation assets, SCP-188 is to be contained in storage unit J6455. Alrighty. Its presence is to be noted during the bi-weekly survey of site assets. During this time, any environmental effects exerted by SCP-188 are to be reversed. Nice. Weird, so it just doesn't affect anything in the Foundation? Interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. That is one of the shortest special containment procedures I've ever seen. (laughs) It's just here. The only reason that it looks so long is because the image is there. That thing is like... Two to three lines long. Yeah, two, like yeah, three two. Lines long. <laughs> yeah, that's super short. <laughs> that's a cool image, though. <laughs> yeah. So the image that we're looking at, if you're if you're listening and not watching, it looks like a the uh, it looks like dust, but it's like in the shape of a moth. Yeah, it's really it's cool. like a cool. Yeah. A description: SCP-188 is a volume of iridium metal hosting an effect that acts as a finite region around the object. With the exception of the regional effect, SCP-188 is chemically and physically an otherwise unremarkable sample of iridium metal. Hmm. SCP-188 has a mass of 181.43 grams and has been cast as a cylinder Hmm. with a radius of 1 centimeter and a length of 2.56 2.56 centimeters. Jesus SCP. Christ. That's a yeah. Sm- it's a little... That's small. It's a small little spear, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, cylinder, I should say, not spear. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what I meant. I'm gonna stab you. <laughs> I'm gonna stab you with my spear. Uh, SCP-188's current cylindrical shape is not, it, is not its original form but one convenient for experimental manipulation and storage. Yeah, makes sense. Oh, okay. Cool. The regional effect of SCP-188 induces changes in the environment. The changes take the form of discrete manipulations, such as scratches on surfaces, or groping and shaping of ambient material, such as dust. Uh. Huh. And these changes emerge over time and are widespread over the entire region of the effect. Uh, the changes show a high degree of complexity and structure, and have been seen to change with time. Further, the effect tends to all scales, as it, a, and has included exponentially small and intricate structures. When initially contained by the Foundation, SCP-188 consistently in induced fractal motifs. Uh, Since containment, this has increasingly shifted to include spiral and flow motifs. Uh, Very cool. Biological forms have emerged as a rare but consistent theme. Okay, so it's just making art. Yeah, it's it's like slowly like... Yeah, it's like slowly making like a cool image. That's kind of cool. Yeah. As the environment around it is manipulated, SCP's 188's regional effect will extend outward. Testing has shown that this region will only extend outward to a volume encompassing an area of 400 
thousand. Uh, four thousand meters squared. God. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, attempts to nullify SCP-188, in fact, have included placement in a Faraday cage, placement in a radiation containment device, uh, powdering and melting SCP-188. Why? Wow. Oh, yeah. I feel like powdering it would be dangerous. Mm, probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, none of these attempts have diminished the regional effect in any way. Uh, current proposals to vaporize... SCP-188 and recondense small portions of the vapor are mm. being explored. What mm, the? That sounds like a bad <laughs> idea. The... Yeah, that sounds like a really bad idea. <clears throat> Alright. SCP-188 first came to the attentions of a uh, predecessor body to the Foundation on redacted date 1920 redacted. Located at a rural Indian, Indian properties Indiana of properties. redacted Indiana. Oh. At a rural Indiana properties of Redacted Redacted. Uh, after a thorough search, the object was found as a spiky, particularly, par oh, partially, <laughs> a spike partially submerged in the ground, and appeared to be in the process of reshaping the local wheat crop through braiding, to through braiding together and flattening of stocks. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's like a mo it's like a monolith. <laughs> it's, it's fucking weird. Yeah. No clear pattern had emerged at time of acquisition, though the effect had begun to extend over many meters. Uh, though records are incomplete, it is known that the efforts to contain the effect of the object failed. Embedding in bulk material, such as concrete or lead, did not diminish the initial size of the region and effect acted, uh, the effect acted over. Further, these attempts ended with the object carving apart the containment sheath. Mm. <laughs> okay. The Foundation has evidence that more es esoteric proposals were suggested, such as encasement in diamond. What the fuck? Alright. No evidence exists that th these te uh, technology-sophisticated and resource-intensive in proposals were followed up on. Uh... When this parent organization was folded into the Foundation, the object and any existing records were inherited and placed under the under the SCP-188 classification. Uh, when the quote-unquote crop circle, FAD, emerged, efforts were taken to determine if there was a connection between the crop circle makers and the effects caused by SCP-188. That's pretty cool. I like that flavor. Yeah. Uh, investigation showed no connection beyond the superficial, and it is the opinion of the O5s that the sim similarity is a coincidence. Yeah, like having the... <clears throat> having it try to tie to real-world events, kind of like the... Yeah, the yeah, I like that. Spontaneous combustion thing. My, yeah, my thought immediately is, like, what if this thing is just, like, a part of a bigger object, you know? Like, this mm -hmm. is just a shred, mm -hmm. since it's since it was just a spike that was in the ground. Like, maybe it was, like, a fraction, like, from a big explosion or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, this is just, since it's so benign, it's like, what? Yeah, Alright, so it just creates stuff, but also it could be, like, trying to create something. Like, it may, may be trying to, like, create something else, like, if it was just given free reign, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that'd be fucking freaky. That would, that would not uh, be good. 
No. <laughs> it has to get back. Um, proposals to explore or illustrate any statistical consistency in the effect of SCP-188 has upon its environment are being accepted and evaluated. At this time, due to due to the lack of inherent danger posed by SCP-188 in its current containment, proposals requiring extreme measures or contact with other SCPs are not encouraged. Yeah, bad idea. Yeah, that's that. Uh, hmm. You don't want it to accidentally like, make knows? it stronger or more dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Like it bends, it starts bending reality. <laughs> Jesus, dude. That's interesting. Though. All right. Yeah, that's that one has that one has a lot of like stuff just like all right, this is what it does. But there's a lot of mystery to like what its origins are and like what yeah, like what it where it came from and like how it came to be. Like, is it really just like to be fair, a natural metal? <laughs> almost all SCPs have that. Where like, yeah. where the fuck did this come from? Well, the fuck? Did who this the come fuck from? did this? Who are? <laughs> yeah, who made this? Who why made did it? This? Why was it made? Like, where did it come from? Did it come from where a ship? Did it, did it come from a weapon? Joe. I've been married long time ago. Get out. <laughs> it's come from when it's come. <laughs> yeah, but that one's really yeah, interesting. It's... Like, I like the example yeah. of it <clears throat> being in a like a, a crop field. Like in a bunch of crops and like twisting them together and like having them go upside down and like shit. Like that's cool. It's really interesting. It just yeah, like, it's like messes a, with shit. Huh. The, yeah, the craftsman just starts making stuff out of seemingly benign stuff. Yeah. Thanks for listening so far to this 94th episode of SCT, an SCP podcast. I want to remind everyone. Follow the podcast on your current platform, be that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any others where we upload. It shows us that people are listening, and that they want more of the silly stuff we wish to put out to you all. If you have time, please make sure to rate and review our podcast on any platforms that have that kind of feature. It can help us reach more of you awesome folks. Anyway, thanks for being here and listening to this passion project of two nerds who just want to talk about SCPs to each other. On with the show. SCP-189 Hair Imitating Parasite This is by Lay Contis from the SCP Wiki. Item number SCP-189 Object Class Safe Special Containment Procedures Samples of SCP-189 are to be stored in cryo-containment facility redacted, two digits, uh, with any surplus destroyed by incineration. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Uh, test subjects infected with SCP-189 are to be kept in a sealed containment chamber with an airlock and includes a chemical shower. Personnel oh interacting with test subjects must wear standard NBC... NBC?! Uh, hazard <laughs> throughout their time inside the containment chamber and submit to a chemical shower before exiting the airlock on their way out. When cool. test subjects expire or are terminated, the remains must be sealed in an airtight container or body bag, which is subjected okay. to the same chemical shower as the personnel carrying it out to the containment chamber and disposed of by incineration. Jesus, they're being it, decently big... careful. Yeah, it's a parasite, man. Jeez. Mm. Well, it's like, 
usually parasites are easier to see. <laughs> right. So having yeah. having them take this kind of precaution is a little scary. It is, yeah. To be fair, it is SCP. Staff members found to be infested with SCP-189 are to be quarantined, according to the procedure outlined above for test subjects, and treated with antiparasitic agent 189-A. Ooh, they have, like, the equivalent of, uh, an, uh, like, an antivirus or a uh, vaccine. It's essentially the same huh. thing, just, like, antiparasitic agent. We have designed uh, okay. this specifically for this to kill it. Right, yeah. This is, this immediately kills it, so... Now, is this a good chemical shower or a bad one? Because I know of a really bad chemical shower. I don't know, Observer. Thanks, Observer. <laughs> I'm scared. See document 189-redacted for treatment procedure. If SCP-189 infestation is discovered on any individual or animal at, the, at a facility, all personnel mm. and animals at that facility are to be inspected for the presence of SCP-189, as detailed in procedure 189-redacted. Any staff members treated as described above, any D-class and or non-SCP animals terminated and incinerated, and the facility subjected to a thorough cleaning with anti-parasitic agent 189-A. Yeah, being, being on an animal would probably be terrifying. Like, how would you regulate that shit? It would be extremely hard. Yeah. It's already hard like... enough to corral people. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that sucks. <laughs> My god. Should any cases of SCP-189 infestation be confirmed in persons or animals outside the Foundation, all those affected are to be immediately taken into custody and quarantined. Animals should be euthanized and incinerated. Oh, Jesus. While humans are to be treated with anti-parasitic agent 189-A for the infestation, then administer Class C or B amnestics. Any okay. individuals who may have been in close contact with the infectees and or entered their personal vehicle or place of residence should be checked for SCP-189 infestation and treated if necessary. Refer to document 189-redacted for suitable cover stories. Damn, oh, dude. That? Jesus. <laughs> this is terrifying. <laughs> Observer, I believe my ex-wife called me a parasitic agent. <laughs> <laughs> and now I understand that may have been an insult. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> good, good job. Description: SCP-189 is a species of parasitic roundworm. Tentative taxo uh, taxonomic classification data expunged. Capable Great. of infesting any mammalian life form. Okay, oh. so we're talking like tapeworm. Right, has to be right. Okay. Probably. It's data expunged, so we don't fucking know. <laughs> Infection most commonly occurs as a result of direct skin contact with one or more egg sacs. Gross. These egg sacs are covered with microscopic hooks, similar to Ugh. those on the cuticles of some certain species of nematode, which anchor the sacs to the skin's surface. Oh, I hate I don't that. Like that. Dislike. I don't like that. Mm -mm. Contact with sebum then uh, prompts the eggs inside to hatch, at which time mm. the larva... Uh, seek out and burrow into one or more nearby hair follicles. Oh, fuck. Gross. Off. Oh, Gross. frick off. Once inside the follicle... Okay, so this is a bug warning. <laughs> bug warning? <laughs> bug warning. This is about to get really bad. <laughs> Once inside the follicle, the larva attaches itself at the base of the papilla and begins feeding off the capillaries supplying the papilla. 
Over hmm. the course of two to three days, the larva grows larger and develops into an adult. When it is fully matured, the new adult detaches from the papilla, severs the hair fiber from the root, and almost fully envelops the papilla and hair matrix. From this point forward, the worm feeds on the cells shed by the hair matrix, which would normally form the hair fiber, and begins to grow longer. Oh my yeah, god. It's fucking gross. <laughs> okay. Adult SCP-189 specimens grow only in length, extruding a tail, which incorporates <laughs> some of the pigments and keratin from the cells they consume into an outer cuticle. Oh god! <laughs> it gets this weird, like, little boing, and that's, yeah, it, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. hair. Oh mm-hmm. god. It's... Yep. This, combined with the fact that the diameter of a specimen's tail is usually similar to that of the hair that would normally grown from the host follicle, causes mm-hmm. SCP-189 to be visually indistinguishable from a normal hair, except upon microscopic infection. This is awful. Yeah, it's this awful. This is fucking aw- Not infection, inspection, sorry. <laughs> oh, God, observer, no! <laughs> no, observer, bad! Bad! <laughs> <laughs> However, some specimens will occasionally flex, coil, and uncoil, and or lash their tail, particularly mm. in response to tactile stimulation. Oh, God. Imagine Isn't that gross? T- running your hand through your hair and suddenly it twitches. What yeah. the hell? Imagine doing that, but like half your hair is like these worms, so it's like... <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> the reason for this ha- behavior is not currently understood, nor is why only some individuals behave in this fashion, though it has been proposed that data expunged. Oh, come on. Great. As many as with many other species of roundworms, SCP-189 is hermaphro, uh, hermaphroditic, uh, with both okay. sets of genitalia contained in the head, the portion enveloping the papilla and hair matrix. Fertilized mm. eggs are produced in groups of one to three and envelop in a protective egg sac, which is then incorporated into the growing tail. Egg sacs mm. grow their microscopic hooks and the eggs typically mature by the time the portion of the tail containing them has extended approximately one millimeter beyond the surface of the host's skin. Jeez. Jesus Christ. Once fully developed, the egg sac passes to the exterior of the organism's tail, becoming loosely embedded in its cuticle. Mm. Okay, at this point, if the egg sac is brought into contact with a suitable host surface, including the skin of the current host, it attaches to the surface and is pulled free from its patient... Uh, from its parent, sorry. Parent. Uh, I hate, I hate, I hate. Imagine like petting a dog chat. and you just like pick this up. Ah! <laughs> Infect. That's why they have to incinerate him. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a primary method. SCP-189 uses both to infect new hosts and to further infest the current host. Yeah, full head mm. of living hair. Uh uh-uh. uh Yep. Yep. It's worse head lice. <laughs> it's, it's worm lice. The tail of an adult specimen of SCP-189 is no more durable than normal hair, and its head mm. no more strongly attached to the host follicle. The tail can be cut or broken, or the entire organism pulled out by any method that would similarly affect hair. Severed sections of an adult's tail can grow a new head and regenerate into a separate individual, but only if they can Gross. attach to a suitable host. I hate that. Gross. The death of a fo- follicle infested by an uh, by an adult SCP-189, or any other event that would cause the loss of that follicle's hair, cause that individual to detach from its host. Without a host, adult SCP-189 uh, will die within one to six hours. Mm. 
Uh, mature eggs can remain viable for up to single-digit redacted years after the death of their parent, and as such, even dead adults can present a risk of infestation. Gross. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, sorry, observer. <laughs> uh, one of our observers. <laughs> this does is not terrifying because like it's like so close to home. It deals with hair. Everybody's got hair. Yeah. Like some at some point, like. <laughs> yeah. It's great. These little bot flies are screw flies. Screw flies. Don't look them up. I'm it's looking terrifying. it up. No, Eli. Well, that's not good. that bad. All right. Look at that. Look at that guy. <laughs> what do they do? It's be a parasitic fly. Ooh. Yeah, they're parasitic flies. Oh, it's the larva. Oh, they they put it in living flesh, don't they? Oh, oh, I don't like that actually. Oh, Holy hi, shit! <laughs> I don't know. Cause I was uh, pores. Oh, dude, I know how small pores are too now. <laughs> I, bot flies. I'm gonna. Yeah, like bot flies. Yeah, bot flies or screw flies. Gross. That's horrible. Them's good eatin's good eatin's. <laughs> <laughs> when an infected host dies, any surviving adult specimens of SCP-189 continue to feed and grow, eventually burrowing into the host's tissues. Once decay begins, however, the specimen is killed by the toxins produced. Oh, interesting. Okay. Only living, only living people. Can't, only can't living. Okay. They, uh, so they don't like. Interesting, because it. it like acts like hair, so it's like, all right, so it makes sense. That's really interesting. Addendum 1. SCP-189 was first discovered, 19 redacted, when Dr. A redacted, F redacted, then unaffiliated with the Foundation, traveled to a remote mm. area of the data-expunged rainforest as part of a six-month biodiversity survey. I'm already slightly annoyed at the redacted. Alright. Dr. Redacted uh, brought Kara, his three-year-old pet golden retriever, along with him on oh, the expedition. Oh, God. Well, how were they supposed to know? <laughs> it seems likely that the dog was first infested sometime during this trip. Regardless of when the infestation began, by the time Dr. Redacted and Kara returned to the United States, it is believed that over 80% of the animal's follicles had been infested by SCP-189. What did you not Christ. pet your dog? Because <laughs> they twitch, they move. <laughs> Approximately redact double-digit redacted days after his return, Dr. Redacted was petting Kara when the dog's fur began to move. Recognizing the abnormal the nature of the infestation, Dr. Redacted contacted Dr. Redacted Redacted, a parasitologist, with an invitation to study the newly discovered organism. It was, it was when Doctors Redacted and Redacted submitted a paper on SCP-189 for publication for, uh, that the Foundation became aware of its existence and immediately took Doctors Redacted and Redacted into custody and seized all of their research materials. Okay, both doctors were later recruited into the Foundation, uh, with Dr. Redacted oh, becoming the lead researcher in charge of SCP-189 and currently okay. stationed in Data Expunged, investigating indigenous populations of SCP-189 for possible containment or eradication. That is yeah. one of the first instances <laughs> ever, so far, of a doctor outside of the Foundation becoming a scientist in the becoming foundation. a yeah becoming becoming a specialist in this that's it makes sense though because they cool. found it so it's that like wow so fucking cool since the foundation first became aware of scp-189 there have been double digit redacted incidents of infestation outside 
the foundation, resulting in triple digit. Gee whiz. One, two, three. Yeah. Triple digit redacted humans and, oh god, a quadruple redacted uh, digit animals confirmed infected in various parts of the world. Continued monitoring is warranted to ensure that such incidents do not come to the attention of the general public. I'd be be fucking terrified if this was real. Well, dude, (laughs) there are things like this that are kind of real, right? Yeah, it's terrifying, and I don't like it. Like, I... (laughs) Like, botfly larva, that's terrible. That's horrible. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful, terrible, hate it. No good, very bad day. (laughs) No good, very bad day. Ugh. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Don't, uh, I'd like that one, but gee whiz, gross. Parasitic fly ball. Fly ball. Flies. <laughs> wow. Uh, interesting, interesting SCP. I'm glad. I like the flavor of them, like, finding it in, like, a weird forest. Like, because, like, you don't know what the fuck you're going to bring back, you know? Yeah, that, like, that, that means that it's over there somewhere. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can come back in the room now, observer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to SCT. Don't forget to follow us for more content in the future on whatever platform you're currently using. We'll be taking more deep dives into more strange and interesting anomalies in the next episode, so stick around. Hopefully they're not as gross as this one. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Um, I'd like to take this moment to thank every single one of our Patreons currently at the time of this recording. Um, Flamingofer, B-Sent, Alex Nelly, The Transgester, Drew Karg, Eli Shoup, and Noah Fox. Thank you very much for all of your support. And we hope we're bringing some good quality stuff to you. It's something um, quality. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It's something. Uh, I'd like to take this another moment to recommend that you go and watch all of our other episodes. We've released a lot of specials in the past, and we plan on keep creating more content for you guys. Um, so if you want to catch up on all of these, jeez, man, it's like 90, 94 now, uh, episodes of plus you know specials, um, you can. It's all up on whatever platform you're uh listening to this on so um once again this has been matt and eli on the sct podcast thank you so very much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode bye-bye goodbye goodbye